Welcome back to After the Buzzer Sports Talk, and I'm your host, Aiden Mayer. Alright guys, welcome back for another episode. Uh, today it's just going to be me, uh, no callers today, no call-in unfortunately, but we're still going to go over the Bruins uh, Game 3 loss, we're going to go over the Celtics Game 2 loss against the Bucks, and we're going to go over the, uh, we're going to end on a positive note and end with the Red Sox uh, winning streak, we're going to kind of go over their last few games. Uh, also in the NBA, we're going to go over kind of every playoff series so far to add on to the Celtics, we'll go over that in the middle of this episode, uh, as I said, no callers today. Uh, yesterday in our bets, I went two zero, so I'm still undefeated in bets with Colin because he's just bad. He doesn't, he doesn't, he's bad at them. So I went two zero. I predicted that, that the Bruins and Celtics would lose, um, and he predicted that they'd both win. So I'm still undefeated in bets because, yeah, he's bad. But uh, yeah, anyway, first we're gonna start off with the Bruins. So let's get into that. All right, so last night the Bruins had a tough 2-1 loss against the Columbus Blue Jackets, putting them back 2-1 in the series. Uh, game four will be in Columbus. So if I if you were to ask me the question, who am I wo- more worried for right now, the Celtics or the Bruins? It has to be the Bruins. Uh, Bergeron, Marchand, and Pasternak just seem to be just fading off. Uh I will say last night's game, it can't concern you too much. It's definitely one that hurts. It's like, ooh, we could lose series to that, but it's going to be a long series. It's going to go to six, seven games. So you just kind of have to win game four now. Uh, it's going to be tough. I feel like for a team that usually responds, what did I also say last night? Um, I need to look up the stats for a quick, but um, – I said last night they were going to need David Backus, that big body that could help them play physical. In the last episode, I was perfect on my predictions. I said they were if they don't play David Backus, which they didn't, they were going to get outbodied. And you want to hear the hit totals for last night? The Blue Jackets had 53 and the Bruins had 28. Are you kidding? The Bruins did win their faceoffs. They won 37 to 27, so they're winning faceoffs. And they got a few more shots off, but overall they just didn't respond well to the hits. They were hitting a lot of posts as well. Uh, Bobrovsky and those Blue Jackets did get lucky. Like McAvoy, that post, McAvoy played really well yesterday, especially that first period was awesome. Um, it really was. He hit that post. I thought he, I thought that was going in one of his two shots last night. Um, but they, you really got outbodied last night, and overall it was a good goaltending matchup. But Bobrovsky has continued to beat Rask. Rask hasn't played horrible, but Bobrovsky's been amazing. And if you've noticed, something that hurts the Bruins is they don't play physical in front of the net. Like a guy like Char- Charlie Coyle says the time right here, right now. I mean, DeBrusque, DeBrusque, look at that goal. He had that goal late in the period, like 40 seconds left. Um, and he kind of just shoved in there. It wasn't really a true goal. I mean, it, it was, but it's a little fluke. But um, no, seriously. <clears throat> Sorry, that was weird. Um all these games have been close. Every goal is going to matter, but you have to beat Bobrovsky at the front of the net. That's why a guy like Charlie, Charlie Coyle will be great in this series to kind of show up. Um, that first line, just, I mean, Pasternak, it's not the first line, but Pasternak, Marchand, and Bergeron, without them, I don't know. I don't know how you're really going to do, and they've just kind of disappeared the series. Like, I haven't seen them much. Uh, Brad Marchand, that stupid play, uh, hit the guy in the back of the head. Um 
but we just need I'm just I'm just shocked that we're not kind of figuring out we need to beat this guy in the front of the net. And don't get me wrong, this Bruins team isn't a huge team. This is why a guy like David Basket back is that physical guy that could get you your physical part of the game in. And overall, this team's just full of smaller shooters that kind of finesse in front of the of the net, if anything, near the crease. And we just need that those kind of scrappy goals. That's how we're going to score on Bobrovsky, and we still haven't figured that out. Instead, we're just – they're scared to shoot, but then they won't get in front of the net and just chip it in. I mean, it's not an easy thing to do. You have to play – you know, this is the big bad Bruins aren't here anymore. That's not our play style, but we need to kind of play physical hockey – get ourselves back in the series, and we need to change up the game plan. No more. You know, we can't be scared to shoot, and we have to stop shooting. I mean, not shooting. We we, ha- we can still shoot, but we have to play more in front of the net. We have to get bodies in front of the net to kind of tip those in on Bobrovsky or take it to the net. I know that's like in basketball. No one takes it to the net anymore. No one takes it to the uh, hoop. Uh, it's the same thing. It's just all outside, I feel like. I never see it. And I know in hockey, it's tough to do, just drive to the net. Like, it's weird. But kind of like what DeBrusque did. Or just hang out in front of the net, put a body on Bobrovsky, and hope for some tips, some tip-ins, or just put a body on him, put some pressure on him. That's the way to beat Bobrovsky in this Blue Jackets team. I hope Bruce Cassidy can adjust. And he needs to admit it in these press conferences. All these games have been close, too. So, like, every goal matters you know, every possession. Uh, the first goal was uh, Boom Jenner, nice left to right. That one was a that one's a tough one to save, but ooh, at that point, I I just I did not have a great feeling about last night's game. But we need to respond game four, and we've been really good at responding uh, to losses. Uh, this was our first. Uh, who was that? Yeah, this was our first time losing after a loss. So hopefully, it's not make that three in a row. We're usually good at responding, but in last night's game, we weren't. It was the first time we've lost after a loss, and we just didn't respond well to their hits and whatnot. They outplayed us, and the Blue Jackets deserved that game last night. All right, so now we are going to move on to the Celtics and Bucks game. Then we're going to go over a little bit of each NBA series, so let's get into that. All right, so first, obviously, we're going to have to start with the Celtics and Bucks and go over their game to this whole series. The Celtics are still in command. You took one out of two in Milwaukee. You lost 123 to 102 last night, and I was okay with it. Uh, I would have, you know, there's obviously think Kyrie was horrible last night. Uh, we'll talk more about that. But I was okay because you won game one. After you won game one, I was like, all right, obviously, keep the pedal in the metal and try to win game two. But, like, I'm okay. You took one of two. Now you still have control over the series. You know that, right? Now you have home court. That's the way. If you're a lower seed and you win, if you, you know, can win both the games on the road at first or even win one, now you're kind of in control of the series. And some series, it's not that case. Like the, for example, the Magic and the Raptors. Was that, were the Magic really in control? No. But this is a series where it could really go either way. I picked the Celtics to win. Uh... I know after yesterday's predictions, I was so anti-Boston, but um, no, I picked them to win this series. I told you guys this proof. I told you on an episode a while back, so this proof there. Um, but no, seriously, last night's game, though, Ky- they shut down Kyrie Irving. They took your game plan you had in Giannis in game one and put it on Kyrie Irving. They were double, triple teaming him, and he shot like four, yeah, he shot four for 18 from the field. 31 minutes played, which is a little low. Uh, oddly, but makes sense. He was struggling. Only had nine points. First time, 
the only second time in his career in the playoffs he scored only in single digits. The other time he got hurt. Um, he had five rebounds and four assists. Usually, in a situation like that, I think Kyrie's all right because Kyrie is a guy who can kind of hit these types of circus shots, and he's a really good facilitator as well. So I figured once he kind of realized he was getting triple teamed and he couldn't hit these circus shots anymore, I thought he would start going facilitating. But instead, I don't know if it was hero ball or you just thought he could hit these circus shots, but he should have gone to his facilitating game, which is really good. He's a really good passer, and he can really move the ball very well. So I was surprised he didn't do that. You know, he's a smart player. Um... So I was surprised. Marcus Morris was good last night. Tatum again. I don't know what's going on, but he's quietly been horrible lately. These past few games. Five points, five rebounds, one assist in only 24 minutes. Is he still a little banged up or what? Then Al Horford, 29 minutes, uh, 15 points, eight rebounds, three assists. Definitely wasn't as good as game one, but he was still solid. Jalen Brown was solid last night, 33 minutes, 16 points, six rebounds, three assists. I'll take that from Jalen Brown. Gordon Hayward, 5 points, 3 assists, 31 minutes. Again, Gordon Hayward did not show up last night. He was getting the ball less, too, which I didn't like. He's starting to find his game. Let's not lose that. Um, and then on the other side of things, Giannis kind of came back into his own. Um, again, Al Horford's done a good job. You're not going to do what you did in game one all the time. And you're not going to do – Buck, same thing with Kyrie. So – Last night, you really shot poorly from the field, 40%. Squeaked in with 40%. Only shot 10 for 28. They hit 23s on you. The perimeter defense was not there. They were trying to stop Giannis in the paint. It wasn't really working that well. And then all of a sudden, he just they just destroyed you from three. So you're trying to stop Giannis in the paint. It didn't really work so well. And they hit 23s on you? Jeez. Jeez. We got to the free throw line, which was good, but they out-rebounded you. They moved the ball a little better, especially than you, and then they did in that first game. You had more turnovers, 13's not bad, not great. You actually had more points in the paint, so it proves that your points in the paint defense wasn't great, but it wasn't horrible either. Giannis, though, did shoot the three ball very well last night. I will say that. I'll give him credit. You tried to stop him inside. You did a solid job, but he's hitting threes, and so is the rest of the team. Uh, which shocked me. So I think the Celtics have control. They can definitely win the series. I wasn't shocked that they lost last night, but game three is going to be big. Uh, if you lose the next two games, then the Bucks are winning. But if you can, you know, you can keep control of the series, win game three. I told you game one was the game to steal, but now we really got to earn it. Game one, we didn't really earn it. I mean, we played really well, but I said going to the game. You, if you win, I wouldn't be surprised. It's kind of an unearned win. All right, next we're going to move on to the 76ers-Raptors series. Currently, that series is tied up at 1-1. One, uh, uh, one, one. This should be an easy series for the Raptors. I've said it time and time again. Uh, who has the star power? 76ers. Who has the depth? Who has the better coaching? Who has the best player in the series? The Raptors. Kawhi is better than Joel Embiid. Um, whether you like it or not. And then I think most people agree, but some people don't. Um, the Raptors should take control. I just don't believe in the 76ers seem to be a huge threat to actually get past the Raptors. Um, they have the star power, but they have no bench depth. It's proven to hurt them. Um, 
they kind of play a little too much hero ball. Not a lot, but their ball movement isn't fantastic. Uh, they have a horrible coach. They just really are poor decision makers down the stretch. When to foul, when not to foul. You know, what's the right shot to take? They just don't make the right decisions. I think the Raptors should win this series in five or six games. I think it'll probably be a six-game series. But the Sixers, they're going down. They just they can't get figured out for in playoffs. They need to fire Brett Brown. They need to mature a little. They need to get some bench depth. They'll be all right. But right now, no, I don't review them as serious threats. I'm sorry. And then we have the Rockets Warriors. The Raw, actually, the Warriors, sorry, um, took a commanding 2 0 lead with their 115 to 109 win yesterday. Kevin Durant had a good game, starting to find his groove. But the Rockets just chirping about the refs. I mean, I get it. I see it. Game seven, it was there in game one. But you can't complain about the rest. I'm sorry. They're just focused on playing basketball. Okay, you can talk about it, but they're just obsessed with it uh, too much. And it did maybe cost them the game, but that's a what if. Let's stay away from the what ifs and play basketball. Um, Harden was solid. I mean, Chris Paul. I mean, they just got an all-around good game for the Rockets. It just wasn't enough. And the Rockets really could have won game one or game two, I thought. Especially game one. I mean, if the rest were on their side, I think they could have won. But the Rockets signed us up in one month's interesting series. It's just not anymore. They played two good games, but against this Warriors team, the Warriors already had the edge. Now I know you have more home games left, but you couldn't let them take that 2-0 lead. If you took a 2-0 lead, if you, the Rockets, took a 2-0 lead or even tied things at 1-1, they'd have a shot. It's over now. I just don't think they can pull it off at this point. I still think the Warriors are the best team they've shown to be human, but I just don't think um, it, it'll end up being that way. They're still they're still the Warriors, and you go down 2-0, I'm sorry. I just don't see you pulling uh, back from that. And then the last series we have is the Nuggets and Trailblazers. That game, actually game two, takes uh, case uh, takes way uh, – I don't even know what I just said, but 9 p.m. tonight. I'm currently recording this at 8.40 p.m., so 20 minutes it tips off. It should be a good game. I'd say it's a must, uh, must probably a must win for the Trailblazers. Uh, Nuggets, not so much uh, in a way. It's, it's kind of a must win for both, but, you know, it's a must, must win for the Nuggets. Not really. It's going to be a great series. Uh, I'd argue the best. I'd say the Warriors... Rockets is over at this point. I hate to say it because the Rockets have been close, but you're not, not going to come back from that. Again, I can't take the Sixers seriously. So, I mean, it's tied 1-1. I just can't take them seriously. The Celtics and Bucks will be good. It's down to the Celtics and Bucks, Trailblazers, Nuggets for the best series. Um, uh, thing for me is I can't – I don't fully believe in the Trailblazers or the Nuggets. Um I thought OKC would be in the series right now with Denver, and they'd beat them like six games. I predicted it perfectly that the Nuggets would win seven games over the Spurs. I didn't believe in the Trailblazers. Who did? How can you believe in the Trailblazers after what happened these years before in the past? And Damian Lillard's a great clutch player, but listen, that's a team. But they did get better, don't get me wrong. That's a better roster than last year. I just still couldn't believe in them, and I really was a believer in that OKC team. And they just didn't prevail. But I'm I'm not really sure who to pick in this series. It's crazy to think that the Nuggets are going to go to the West. Everything, everybody thought they were first or second round exit. Or the Trailblazers. No one thought any of these teams would get there despite being top three seeds. Both of them top three seeds. It's crazy to think that these two teams that were so hated on 
uh, so doubted, not even hated, just doubted, are still here and really have a great shot. Um, I think the Warriors are on their hopes and dreams, but you never know. So that's kind of me going, I'm not going too in-depth there, just kind of in the Celtics game. I don't want to go in-depth on every single series because there's no real point. Um, I sometimes do, sometimes don't. You get the point. I just kind of went over my thoughts and whatnot on each series. Again, takeaways, can't believe in the 76ers. Uh, I was wrong about the Trailblazers. Yeah, you get the point. And then the, the whole thing. And the Rockets are done. So, yeah, those are my kind of me going over the Celtics game in depth and then kind of a little bit over the other series. So now we're going to move on to the um, Red Sox past few games. They've been on a winning streak since we left off, so let's talk about that. So the last time we talked about the Red Sox, it was after they uh, lost that series to the Rays. Uh, so we talked about them on, like, a, the Monday episode, I believe, and then we didn't do an episode Tuesday from right. And let me see. Yeah, I believe. So I think what happened is the last time we talked about the Red Sox, it was Monday, I'm pretty sure. And then there was no episode Tuesday. Wednesday, we didn't talk about them. So today. So we're leaving off. They swept. So I don't know if it's just when I talk about them, they're cursed or what happens. I don't think that's the case, but they swept the athletics. Now, don't get too excited, Red Sox fans. We're getting back on track, but we've been super inconsistent. Now, can we carry this out with the White Sox? We'll see. Um, we beat them 4-9, to 1-5, to and 7-3 to today. That was the final. So now, if I look at the standings, you are still sitting in fourth place at 14-17. But don't get too excited because... The Athletics have been just as disappointing at 14 and 19. I thought the Athletics would be a you know wild card threat, and they're sitting in last place in their division. Their division has the Astros sitting at 18 and 12, the Mariners at 18 and 14, who have cooled off, but they're still sitting at 18 and 14. They're the hottest team in baseball, and then they cooled off. The Astros then took over as the hottest team. Now they're starting to cool off. Then there's the Rangers at 14 and 15, the Angels at 13 and 17, the Athletics at 14 and 9. Uh, I know the Athletics have more wins, but they also have more um, losses. And overall, that just gives them worse percentage. But I think they can definitely turn around the Athletics. But the Red Sox seem to get, be getting on a better track. I, I'm saying again, they haven't been able to carry out consistently two series in a row. They swept the Rays. What do you know? Oh, they swept the Rays. Everyone got all excited that they um, swept the Rays. And then what happens next series? Uh, the next series was, yeah, the one against the Tigers. We lose. We lost. We won. And then we won. So... We've been on a little bit of a winning streak and then a losing streak and a winning streak, losing streak. I mean, I think our biggest winning streak is like three games. Four games, maybe once. So don't get too excited. We beat a under 500 team that's underachieved like you, and we've done this time and time again just haven't been able to carry through again. It's like this team plays when they want to play, and then they just lose focus because they think it's so easy. They're coming off of last season, and at first they're like, yeah, this is going to be so easy. And then they just, whenever they go on a winning streak, yep, yep, and then they lose focus, and then they're going to, they just keep losing. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, it just, I just want to see them focus and play baseball. I mean, if you lose focus here and there, that's fine. You're going to lose some baseball games, some baseball games. You know, the season's long, and sometimes you're going to lose focus to, you know, not a great team, get on a little winning streak. I get it. But this early in the season, we just keep consistently doing it. 
And it's not like this is just an every once in a while thing. You know, we lose a few games because of it. No, we keep we're we keep doing it. We'll get on a little wing streak and then we drop it because of the same reason. We don't the focus isn't there, and we're not trying. We're just it's not even that we're not trying, but it's just the focus is leading to a poor result, and it's just a problem. Your standings right now: the Rays are nineteen and eleven. The Yankees are 17 and 13. The Blue Jays are 14 and 15. You're 14 and 17. The Orioles are 11 and 20. The Orioles are a lock for last place. But the Blue Jays have been actually playing pretty well lately. I think they're going to hover at best at 500. They're going to be a 500 team. They're four, they're only 14 and 15, but they're 7 and 3 in their last 10. Blue Jays might be a little bit bigger of a threat than you think, but the Red Sox should get at least a wild card spot. I mean, at this point, if you get a wild card spot, that's good because the Rays and the Yankees have been playing pretty good. So you can still have a good 90-something win season, get a wild card spot. And if as long as you win the wild card game, you're fine. It's not like if you're a wild card team, it doesn't mean you're bad. But when the Rays and Yankees are playing as well as they are in your division, that's all right. Uh, the Yankees seem to be clicking with all those guys hurt, which is saying something. All of those guys hurt. Um but no, the the don't get too excited about the Red Sox. Let's see how they do against the White Sox, and then we can start talking. If they if they win here, how about this? Um, let's say this: they got a four game series against the White Sox. If they can win the first two, move up to sixteen and seventeen, we'll start talking about the turnaround for the Red Sox. Five game winning streak. Uh, if they and then if they lose the next game, I'm not gonna panic. Okay, and, you know. But then all of a sudden, if they lose the next and lose the next, then you see what I'm talking about. But we'll start talking about it seriously. If Friday, May 3rd, they can win. If they win, and tomorrow at 8.10 p.m. and Friday at 8.10 p.m. they win, then we will really start discussing it. But I'm not ready to start discussing it. Go look. Go look it up if you want right now. Um, You see there, there's evidence. They just... They can't keep. They can't hold on. They'll sweep a team and then they lose the next two, three games. So they just can't hold on. The consistency's not there. The focus isn't there. It's leading to a poor result right now. Your record's 14-17, but you're getting back up there. I will say, I see the improvement. You know, we're winning a you know a few more games on average in you know a certain span of time. So we're getting there, but it's still just the consistency's not there. The focus. I want to see it uh, throughout a few series. So yeah. That's all I have for you guys today. Sorry for the short episode. Um, yeah, actually, I made an Instagram account for the um, podcast. So that way I can keep you guys updated, ask you questions uh, on some episode ideas. Uh, it's called After the Buzzer Sports Talk. Um, no spaces. Uh, you should be able to... Um, you should be able to look that up if you have Instagram, and you can just stay updated. I'll make posts when I make an episode and whatnot, just keep you guys updated and all of that jazz. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you next time.